everybody, and welcome to the Picture Perfect Podcast. I am your host, Bobby Gross, alongside... The animal, Michael Batista. He's back, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, I am. Episode 8. It was a very, very controversial episode last week, Mike. We really got into things, huh? We did. It was a mixed bag of tie-about movies, movie, like movie companies, theme parks, uh... Spider-Man. Spider-Man. I don't know if it was necessarily controversial because, like, we both... At the end, there was a point where we said, I understand what you're saying. We just had two different ways of getting there. I think it was very therapeutic for you, Mike. It seemed like you had a lot inside you that you just needed to get out, and I just let let you go. I let let it flow out of you. It just gotta... You just let let it happen. Just let it happen. Well, hopefully... I don't think there's too much uh, dissenting opinion on this episode. We've got a few things to talk about. Uh, Kind of slow news week. Uh, There was a few trailers that dropped. We'll talk about those. Uh, I have... We both saw um, Good Boys today. We did. Better late than ever. It's been out... I think this is like the third weekend it's been out. We finally got around to it. Funny enough, I have not seen like many trailers for it Like since it popped since it like popped out but like it's doing well box office wise though it which is. is surprising uh i think it's like the top uh grossing comedy of the year so far like straight up studio comedy which is kind of surprising it's not it's not like a book smart it's not uh what was it long shot it's good boys three kids going around cursing yeah which i guess that's what people like well we had last year we had eighth grade and i think that it's more of more of that people especially two years ago that was two years ago i think so wasn't it no that was 2018 yeah you're right yeah last there's no year, last way it's 2017 yeah. uh 20 like we last year we had that version of like youth i think that now we're just going back to like other things so people our age can like relate to that and then there are people who are that age who sneak into the theater who might relate to that a bit more but this isn't as like uh, where eighth grade is the thing that like everyone goes to that. This is more of like, oh, that's how I talk with my friends. Yeah, and we'll have a review of that towards the end of the show. I'm also yeah. going to talk about a couple movies that I saw by myself uh, the past couple weeks, and um, I mean, great, great movies in theaters right now. I mean, you're not going to get like the big blockbusters. Next week is going to be crazy with the chapter two, which we'll be reviewing on the show. But uh, the past couple weeks, there hasn't been any like major releases, but there's definitely some quality out there if you guys are looking to go to the uh, the theater this week. Uh, I wanted to apologize, though. I'm a little nasal. I'm getting over a little bit of a sinus infection, uh, so I might cough my lung out maybe one or two times. Uh, who knows? This might be my last episode if I just... If this is the end of me, Mike. Who knows, man? I think I'm getting over it, but, you know... I think you'll be fine. Will I? I think so. It would be great if I got you sick, wouldn't it? I would kill you in your sleep. Why? You have nothing to do. I work. I do stuff. <laughs> I like that little thing. And I do stuff. I get paid very little for things I write about. That you can do at the, the luxury of your own home. How about you shut up? All right. Well, anyway, uh, just to uh, plug our stuff, you can find us on Apple Podcasts. You can find us on Spotify. If you could, please rate us five stars on Apple. The kids tell me that uh, that's important. I don't know if it is. Like and subscribe on YouTube. Like and subscribe on YouTube and Facebook. We're at Picture Perfect on there. On Twitter, we are at Pick Perfect Cast. You can find all the updates on our show on there. Uh, Do a lot of retweeting of the newest trailers that we'll most likely talk about the next episode. And speaking of trailers, we had a few this week that we're going to uh, 
talk about. First one we got was the Joker trailer. Yes. Now, this is the final trailer. This was only the second one, which typically... Uh, Wasn't a teaser main than, like, real, than final? I don't... Well, there was a teaser where it was, like, a makeup test. I remember that they did with the little music behind it. That's how they revealed the look of Joker. Mm-hmm. And then they did a trailer maybe a month and a half, two months ago. I think there's only been two trailers, which usually there's about three. I'm kind of fine with that, though. I'm, I'm good with that because... In this one, they pretty much like laid out what the plot is going to be. You get a better sense of story in this one. The first one, which I liked better than this one, it was a better vibe. I liked the music connection more uh, in that first trailer. This one is kind of like, here. here's what's going on. Here's the what this guy's one, going through. The first one set up Joker as a person more, while this one was more... You already know you can't. You already know that. Let's now talk about the situation he's in. Yeah, and I'm definitely intrigued. I don't think I needed to like get story. Like I'm fine with just mood, a yeah. mood trailer like that first one was because that's what invested in me. And I've been looking forward to this movie for so long. Joaquin Phoenix looks like he's going to be terrifying in this in this movie. Uh, there's a shot in this trailer where like he's coming around a little um, corner and he's laughing, and then all of a sudden he just stops. He just cuts off the laugh and goes super serious. I'm like, oh, man, this guy is obviously clearly uh, he's got some issues. Uh, what do you what do you think about this, Mike? What did you think of the trailer and how how high are you anticipating are, are, this movie? Are you sure you know he's got some issues? Like he didn't have a damage tattooed on his forehead. I don't That's know true. I, he doesn't I have any grills. I, I don't know if he, I can understand. He didn't align like a hundred uh, guns around him and then lay <laughs> lay around in the, in the middle of the circle. If me as the viewer can comprehend that he's like messed up if he doesn't have damaged on his forehead. Jared Leto's Joker is uh, <laughs> an abomination. It is terrible. I uh, hate that Joker. Um. So I am pretty I'm, I'm intrigued uh just because it's funny enough that recently i don't know if maybe just by like association i've been going back and watching clips from like the batman arkham games and like a bunch of that stuff like in the second one they have a bunch of interviews between joker and uh hugo strange and he tells his origin story and i've just been reading more upon that and like how you know i'm this is a whole different take on that and i'm very Curious to see, like, this is the first time in a while we've seen Joker in a totally different light. There's only been pretty much two main Joker stories. That was the Jack Nicholson one, and then the comics ones, which is fall into a vat of acid after your wife dies, and then go crazy when you have the red cylinder on your head. So this is, like, a whole different one. I'm kind of curious to, like, see where this goes, because it's totally a new thing. It's, what are they calling this, the Dark DC Universe or something? Uh... I don't know what they're calling this. I think it's just like a standalone for now. Their their main like Aquaman, Wonder Woman, I think that's called the Worlds of DC or something like that. I think they said that this is the first of like standalone, like different takes. There might be a label for those standalone movies. I'm not not quite sure. I'm very interested to see like what this, what like goes into this because it's just something totally different. Instead of the girlfriend, it's the, it seems like it's going to be the mother, you know? I'm so down for this movie, and obviously the comparisons have been drawn between like Taxi Driver and King of Comedy, two Martin Scorsese classics. I think that influence is very obvious. In... De Niro's in King of Comedy, isn't he? He is. He's kind of uh, the Joker, the, the Joker, movie, yeah. the role in that movie. So it's kind of it's kind of funny to see him taking over the Jerry Lewis role in this one. But 
I'm so down for it. Like, this is the kind of movie that, you know, you can have the Wonder Womans and Aquamans, the big blockbusters, right? But I think when you do these kind of lower-level movies that are more character-driven, I think that gives DC a great balance that Marvel doesn't have. It seems like a lot of them, of the Marvel ones, are MCU movies. Like, they don't stand on their own a lot of times, and they always kind of feel a little samey, especially in the big finales. We talked about that last week. There's not going to be a big sky beam in this one. There's not going to be a big, you know, action finale. It's, It's character. And I know a lot of people are like, well... Does Joker really need an origin movie? But it's like this isn't even his origin movie. This is a totally separate thing. That and also it's like you can't even rely on this story in one sense because if this is going to be taken from his point of view, he can just be an unreliable narrator. So it can be kind of like Heath Ledger, where he's telling different stories and it yeah. might be further from the truth. Like it, it, they can take this in a, uh, many different ways. I'm definitely hyped for this movie. Let this me... is probably one of my... Th- this might be the most anticipated movie for me the rest of the year, including Rise of Skywalker. What, look, look at it like this. People don't need to see Uncle Ben get shot again. But when's the last time that on the big screen you saw a Joker origin thing? You've seen it in Smart. You've seen it in the comics. You've seen it in a couple TV things. And Batman seen, 89? Yeah, you've seen Batman 89. Like It's been mentioned in video games and in Batman... Arkham Origins, it starts off with like uh, like a montage sort of trippy vibe of him turning into Joker. But in big screen films, like not really this century. Yeah. Like Dark Knight, he just appeared, you know? And this is a moderately budgeted movie too. I think it's only like $60 million. For a superhero movie, that's pretty good. But oh, that's the yeah. thing. Like there's no superheroes. It's a straight up like kind Super of villain. comic book movie, but not really. Uh, it'll be interesting to see if this starts a new trend of like, because this might start something where you get a script and you look it over and you're like, hmm, maybe instead of this character, it can, we can make it just a Joker movie. Like maybe that's what happened here. Like they, it was a script and they, they saw some kind of similarities and they're like, you know what, let's use some IP in this because if we release it as uh, a movie called The Clown or something like that. Well, you know, what, what is that? You know, it has nothing behind it. Yeah. But if you call it The Joker, then you get people's uh, interest. And so maybe we see a new trend where you moderately budget these movies. You slap a, 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 a character or an IP on there. Yeah. And suddenly you can really make some money. So like Swamp Thing. Yeah. Like, although that... That, that budget apparently got out of control, but it could be one of those things where... But it's like, oh, Swamp Monster movie, eh, Swamp Thing. Exactly. Mm. Uh, I'm hoping it doesn't go too crazy, though, because the, I don't want this formula overused, where it's like, man, let's now do a set, let's now do a realistic take on The Penguin. It's like, the, like there are villains... It, Joker has no superpowers. Like, no. this will work for him because he's just a crazy dude. And he, like, he's, there's, like, been times where, oh, he was in the military, that's why he knows, like, hand-to-hand combat so well. But, like, at the end of the day, it could just be any person who could be Joker. There are other characters, like, Harley Quinn, yeah, sure, but, like, there are other ones where it's, like, this will not work for a lot of characters. Maybe for dead, a lot of DC villains, actually, will work for, but there's other ones where it's, like, no, Penguin, won't work. Mr. Freeze, will not work with this. Deadshot, maybe. You know, And I think, uh... With that point, 
I think we've seen like the Cloverfield sequels kind of be like that to where like it's a script. I think it was 10 Cloverfield Lane that wasn't originally supposed to be a Cloverfield yes. movie. And it was very obvious because, uh, you know, that whole movie is basically in a bunker and it's more like w- whatever's happening outside is kind of like an apocalypse kind of thing. We don't really know. But <sighs> but then they incorporate the, the Cloverfield monster in there. And all of a sudden now it's part of that franchise. I think they did the same thing with um, that Cloverfield paradox movie that went to netflix originally i, I think that was its own thing and i don't then know about that one i think i read that somewhere i'm i could be wrong but it's just those kind of situations where it's not necessarily you you change a character maybe it's just you incorporate it into some kind of franchise some kind of universe i think that could work i think that's going to work big time with joker it's going to make a lot of money i feel like it's a joker movie it's got a low budget i think this movie can open because it's it's in a good spot too i think it opens in october i think it could open to a nice 70 80 million dollars and but at the same time i feel like this movie is going to be divisive how excited are you to see all the crappy joker costumes at halloween i mean i i love the the makeup right now that in the yeah movie, but you're gonna get the party city well, yeah that's uh, yeah i mean clearly i Listen, I can't talk. When Dark Knight was released that same year, I went as the Joker. Everyone who enters the party is going to say, can you introduce me as the Joker? Like, you had that five times with these crappy Party City costumes. I, lo- I-, I love the trailer. The trailer's uh, great. Although, trailer's like great. I said, I prefer the first one just because it's, like, all mood in that one. It didn't I tell like me this story. One, this one I didn't more, need any story. This one had more De Niro, so I'm like, okay, I'm cool with this. And you have uh, Mark Maron pop up finally yeah. as the – I think he plays – the um, show producer for Robert De Niro's talk show. I, I think, think so. I think that's what it is. I- I'm excited for it. You also have Zazie Beats from Atlanta, uh, from Deadpool 2 in this. It- it's got a great cast. Todd Phillips directing. Uh, I'm very excited. Oh, she's doing a DC and... Well, that wasn't a... Well, that was a Sony movie, I guess. Yeah. It was Marvel... You said Deadpool 2. So yeah, it's, like, it's a Fox movie. Mike. Not Sony. Yeah, you're right, Fox. There's too many Which is now the mouse. It's Disney. It's all Disney. Get ready for heckin' Deadpool. I mean, would that be the worst thing, Mike? I mean, if he went super on nose with it, and he, like, had the ears on the entire time, I'd lose it. I think you should start writing this movie and pitch it to Disney. Uh, Because you know they're probably not going to be able to put Deadpool as rated R, so you can, you know, make a PG-13, little studio friendly. Alien is a Disney movie. It is. It is. But... It's gonna be a. It's still gonna be under the Fox banner, I would think. Probably. Deadpool is probably gonna have to be somehow incorporated into the MCU. Wouldn't you think so? No. Okay. No. Story, uh, discussion move. for another time. Another time. Uh, we also got a second trailer for Terminator: Dark Fate. This is the. I guess it would be the third movie in the Terminator franchise because everything after T two Judgment Day has been wiped away, kind of like Halloween. Good. Uh, I I like this trend of getting rid of the the crappy sequels. Get rid of them. Pick Who and cares? choose. Pick and choose. This one, uh, you know, I'll just say this: I'm not like a huge fan of the Terminator franchise. I've only seen the first two. I've never seen any of the sequels. I didn't see Genesis, which people hated. Uh, so I'm, I don't have much of a connection to Terminator. This trailer, um, it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, you know. It seems like with all these '80s franchises, and they and then they come back in these action movies. It's it. There's something lost in translation because 
those first two movies rely again i've i've said this before about practical effects a lot of practical effects in those movies and now because james cameron is heavily influencing uh this third one dark fate even though we put a stamp of approval on genesis he's actually a producer a real producer on this one uh it seems like it's very cg heavy and again if you're gonna do it in the franchise to where the first two have been practically uh the practical effects were way outweighed the cg or any kind of uh computer graphics or anything like that I think you have to be true to it. And they crashed a truck and flipped it. <laughs> like yeah. that semi truck scene is like all practical, pretty much, and stunt people. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the same time, at the end of the, the end of the trailer, where uh, uh, Sarah Connor does the "I'll be back" line, uh, and then I'll they do back. the explosion, it looked terrible. It did. It looked like it. And director tim miller who did De- the original deadpool it looked like the cg that you would see in that deadpool movie but it's it fine there good. it's not yeah because here. it's a limited budget i don't want to see that in a terminator dark fate movie yeah especially when james cameron is behind it i'm gonna say is that terminator i love the first two uh two more than one uh it's just that when we do this when we do they do these movies i'm more a fan of terminator in our time chasing someone down and then the later movies it became war against the cyborgs and like the fate of humanity is like there's a difference between the fate of humanity uh relying on the fact that this person must survive to this person's the leader of our revolution now we must work together and like fight the cyborgs like i don't care about this because it's not my time it's like i know the 1990s weren't my time either but like or the 80s but like at least those are like more human to me that was more relatable. This is like, they totally went off the rails and they started doing their own thing. Uh, this one, I can't tell what direction it's going in because like, it's back in our time, but so I'm like, I'm more excited for it, but eh, it's just like, do you know what I'm saying though? Yeah, I understand. And I don't know if this trailer is winning over the people that were really disappointed with those sequels. What was the like to dislike ratio? Did we see that? Um, I think it was pretty positive, let me, actually. Let me, let me check my phone. I'll, I'll look it up real quick. Because, um, like, I'm curious, like, how big it's going to be, like... Genesis probably poisoned the well, but, like, people are going to see this, and, like, I don't know if it's going to win them back. The only thing I'm cool with this is that... Uh, like, stop bringing back Sarah Connor. <laughs> she doesn't care. It's like, you can't just keep bringing back Sarah Connor and, and, and not Spielberg, uh, uh, Schwarzenegger Terminator, and just think that it's going to matter anymore. They're old. Well, isn't she, this is the first time she's coming back since T2, isn't it? I don't think, is she in the sequels? I, I don't, I don't know. I thought she was in one of them, but this, maybe this is the first time she's returned. I, I was think like, it is. Like, we kept bringing back Arnie, but like, why are you bringing her back now? It's like, she doesn't care, like. Well, she's the one of the main characters in, in the Terminator franchise. I get it, but and like... And also, Edward Furlong is coming back for this. Uh, so that's something, because he's had his troubles, and I don't know how they pulled that off. I don't know But either. obviously it makes, it makes sense, because John Connor is a big part as well as the Terminator franchise. So they're, it, it's definitely feeling like a T2 sequel. It does feel more like T2, but it's like it's the end of the day. It's like... If you go from T, if you follow chronologically, if you go from T one to T two to this, 
it's gonna feel so weird because they're just all old now. Yeah, it's like well, it's the same thing with Halloween. Like I I like the the newest Halloween, but at the same time, I feel like this trailer is kind of trying to do the same things. You have that that, one, that female protagonist who's trying to yeah. like you know kind of, they kind of also look the same too with the gray like a little gray bit hair. yeah but like the thing with that though is like I kind of get it too because like even in Halloween Jamie Lee Curtis has always been the crate like she's always even in the now uh, what's it called um, um, redact not redacted like uh, retcon sequels she was always that character of like worried about Michael so like now it's yeah just she like, was kind of like the through line yeah and now it's like her still being old it's like okay if I did go one to this or one this or whatever the like with Halloween I can still go oh 10 years later she's still like she has a legit reason with Sarah Connor and this it's like okay T2 ended everything is fine but now it's not like no the Halloween left it open especially with the first one because Michael disappeared from the front yard this one like T1 and T2 ended. Now she's still a crazy person? I don't know. I guess we'll we'll see. But I'm I'm very excited for Mackenzie Davis, who was in uh, a bunch of things that I like. She's I think she's playing like the, the cyborg that um, uh, Gabriel Luna's character is trying to come and, and, and terminate. I think he's... I don't know what's really going on, to Why? be honest. Just because I'm not like... Just whatever. send like 10 Terminators back and just ice this kid. Like, why do you always just send one? Just send, like, an army. Who cares about the future? Kill the, kill the savior, for the love of God. I mean, I'll, I'll see this movie. I will probably see um, it. It's just that the trailer kind of underwhelmed me. This is the second trailer. The first one didn't do anything for me. This one didn't do anything for me. Yeah. Um, it is what it is, It I is guess. what it is, yeah. And Schwarzenegger's back for this. As he, He's been in most of the sequels, hasn't why is he? Sarah, like, why did Sarah Connor get scared of him? You, it's a sequel to T two, isn't it, or is it a sequel to T one? No, T two. So, so she should know that he. Wait. Well, oh yeah, he saw. She, she well, saw him melted. melt. That's right. Yeah. That's very actually true. All right. Fair enough. Which? More... How do you explain that? Dun 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 dun. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure that'll be uh, that'll be brought up in the uh, the movie. But that's Dark Fate comes out next year, and but a, a movie that I'm actually excited for. Breaking Bad, El Camino, coming out October 11th on Netflix, which is interesting. I thought that it was going to be on AMC first and then on Netflix, but apparently it's going right to Netflix. How is AMC doing, I wonder? Because Walking Dead, uh, Fear the Walking Dead, probably isn't their cash cow anymore. What is their show right now? They have uh, Mad Men. It's got to be Walking Dead still. Even when the, the ratings are declining, it's still one of the, the top cable shows because like like you know it's not mad men anymore it's not breaking bad walking dead og walking dead's done i don't is walking geo dead done i no, forget it's still going okay and so we and there and they, uh, there's fear the walking dead and then they're making movies about andrew lincoln's character okay uh, from walking dead uh 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 i keep seeing carl's dad rick, rick grimes rick grimes it's been a while since i watched so the show. I guess that first that first season's amazing i i i've never really gotten into the walking dead that was my sh- i chose that show over breaking bad wow what a poor choice yeah and you still won't watch breaking bad no Freaking is it on ridiculous. Netflix? Yes, it's on Netflix. Why do you think El Camino's going to Netflix? I don't know. Because it's, that's... Rocco's Modern Life isn't on Netflix, but it's Rocco's Digital 90s Static Cling is no, on Netflix. But the difference is that Breaking Bad found its audience on Netflix. Like The Office? That's, yes, 100%. If you look at the ratings from where Breaking Bad started to where it finished, 
it's night and day. And a big reason for that, I think it is like Netflix, um, you know, having shows like The Office, Breaking Bad. Those were like the two mainstays on Netflix when it like really boomed. And so in that sense, it does make sense to put this movie on there. Uh, this is going to follow Jesse Pinkman after uh, the events of Breaking Bad, which I don't know where you go with that. Obviously, it seems like uh, the the police are trying to find him. Uh, he's still going to be on the Who's run. Who's his actor? Uh, Aaron Paul. Oh, okay. Who's so from it's from Bojack, Bojack Horseman. Horseman. I was going to say, is Todd. Gonna... Yeah. Is Todd. Okay. So. Yeah, science. 100%. Magnets. Magnets, bitch. Uh, I, I love Breaking Bad. It's like my favorite show of all time. Uh, I would be hesitant if it wasn't Vince Gilligan doing this because he has clearly demonstrated that if he has a story to tell, it's going to be done right. If you look at Better Call Saul, which uh, some people consider to be the superior show to Breaking Bad, which I wouldn't say that. Is it good? It's great. Okay. Great television. Um, so I trust Vince Gilligan. In what if he has a story to tell with uh, with is, Jesse? Uh, I'm in. Did I forget the comedian's name? Who who's a character in the show? The Boston. Bob Odenkirk. No, oh. the, the the comedian from Boston, uh, the like the Massachusetts guy, Bill Burr. Yes, did his character survive the show? He did. Okay, so do you think he'll appear in this? Uh, maybe because his, his clips on YouTube, the clips of him on YouTube, uh, are he's very good in this in that show. From the clips I've seen. Well, it seems like they're getting all the drug dealers to be interviewed. Like, that's what this trailer was. It was one of the so drug dealers So it's going to be the big guy the who lays in the money. Yeah, all right. Might be Hugh. Hugh. Hugh might be there. Uh, so... How do you feel? How you feel? I'm doing all right. This is <laughs> this is more of a teaser trailer, though, because it's not it's not showing any footage of the uh, movie itself. This is the thing you play at a, at a convention, and people are like, is this what I think it is? And then it ends with the name of the show. This, Yeah, this is exactly what it was. It was like, here, here, we're, we're coming out with this. This is how we announce it. Uh, so It's like, we have one more thing. You press play on Windows Movie Maker, and like this starts playing, and it ends with the Breaking Bad name. And this movie was announced, so I was kind of surprised that people didn't know that this was coming. But at the same time... Uh, I'm going to be interested to see how many people actually watch us because, unfortunately... When did Breaking Bad end? It ended, I believe, 2013, 2014, maybe? That would make sense because that was when I was finishing high school, and I think that was about, like, Walking Dead started when I was a freshman in high school because I remember, like, walking around Jersey City and seeing that stuff. But, like, now this... Like, I remember them going kind of side by side for a little bit. Like, it started a little before Walking Dead. Yeah. And they ended around, or at least when I stopped caring, it was around the same time. What I'm worried about is because, unfortunately, the, the audience from Breaking Bad hasn't exactly transferred over to Better Call Saul. Um, it's still doing pretty well in ratings, but it's not at the Breaking Bad levels yet. Even though the show is getting more towards Breaking Bad, you're, you're seeing characters from Breaking Bad come into Better Call Saul. This is an obvious sequel to the show. Yeah. With one of the main characters from the show that people loved. Uh, I don't know how this is going to do, but uh, October 11th, I will be in front of my TV watching this movie. Uh, I can't wait. And I trust Vince Gilligan. I think he's going to do a great job with it. And I expect you, Mike, to watch all of Breaking Bad by October 11th so that you can come over and we can review El Camino. How's that sound? How many episodes of Breaking Bad are there? Uh, there's a lot. Yeah, there's no. about 
six or so seasons. And does it have like 20 episodes, 25 episode season? No, I think the first season is about six or eight, and then from there it's about ten. It's doable, Mike. I'm not doing it. I don't want to hear that you, I'm not doing you don't want to watch it. I'm d- You're depriving yourself. Okay. Do you understand I that? I know that it's like, I, I know basic st- I, I've seen the jail scene. The jail, that's like, they got all the guys, they got like five people, spent 50, uh, 10 minutes in like five different jails. I'm like, okay. I've seen the cool parts. But it's about the character moments, Mike. That's what counts. Okay. <laughs> Did I convince you? No. Okay, great. I might, why, you know what? Maybe I'll watch epi- <laughs> Maybe I'll. Here's try the thing, and- though. A lot of people can't get through season one. Oh, it's one of those shows? It's one of those oh, shows. Oh, I'm sorry, Mr. I won't watch BoJack Horseman because I can't get through season well, one. Well, guess what, Mike? It gets better? Guess what? What? I'm on season two of BoJack Horseman. <gasps> you did it? Yes, I did. What do you... Th- okay, okay. How- okay, 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 okay. This is big Se- news. Separate conversation. Okay, separate. Let's keep going, but like, I want I want more of this. I need to know more about this. Maybe next week, Mike. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I'm so excited. You, so you excited. got past the Family Guy parts. I did. Am I a good person? So now that I've made that sacrifice, can you can you start watching Breaking? Oh, you you might convince me to get through season one. I'll try my best. I'm very inconsistent, but I will try. You have my word. I will try. Well, speaking of Netflix, just real briefly, it came out that The Irishman is going to be three and a half hours. That movie's going to be on Netflix. Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. Where have you been? Uh, Are you kidding me right now? Was that an actual question? I forgot. I thought. (laughs) I honestly just when I think Scorsese, Scorsese, I just think it's going to theaters. Well, that's the thing, too. They've been trying to look for a deal with theaters to get it in there. It's too long, isn't it? it? it I don't think it's that. It's more like the theaters don't want to run it just because if it's going to be on Netflix the same day, who's going to come out to the theater to watch it? Oh. I think there's, that's their idea, but I I don't think it's going to work out. You'll see it like maybe in a few theaters in the country, but it's not going to be in like an AMC. Uh will see it in a Boston theater. But this is a, this is a movie that people would go to see it in a movie theater like this is scorsese this is going back to his roots of these mobster kind of movies three and a half hours though that's a lot to ask for of an audience to sit there for three and a half hours and watch watch a movie i don't care who you are that's just a big ask for 2019 audiences so like i could say my favorite movie of all time is godfather one and that's just under three hours I can tell you right now, if I watch that, even the extended, which goes past three hours, like you watch that from the wedding up until the up until the door closing on Michael, that's a slog. It's not a slog, but it's a it's a it drains you because yeah. no commercials because AMC. If you watch on AMC, it's commercials. But like if you watch it just straight, it it, it hurts. Um, this like three and now uh, what was Avengers Endgame was three hours and five minutes. I think I think it was under three hours. I think it was like two fifty something. I think when I look up Google, it goes to three oh two. But like that, maybe with credits. Yeah. So like think of it like this. Think of it like that. I remember watching that in theaters, going, "I gotta really piss right now." It's like it that one hurts because the first half of the movie is just all like people dealing with drama. This movie is going to be a monster movie, and Scorsese is known for dialogue and characters and stuff like that. Like this is going to be three and a half hours. And that's going to be a lot. But and, and you have to digest it all. I guess that's the benefit of it being on Netflix. If you have to go to the bathroom, you just press Let pause ask, on your remote. Can I ask you something? Yes. If you had to choose between this and watching four episodes of an hour-long show, which I know, like, you get more of the... But, you know, what's more appealing to you? If you said to someone, would you rather watch binge-watch four episodes of a show that's an hour or watch this three-and-a-half-hour movie, what do you think they'd want to do? 
for anybody else, probably the TV show for whatever reason. For me personally, uh, I would take the movie over the show because at the end of the day, if I watch four episodes, there's still more. You know what I mean? At least with The Irishman, if I commit three and a half hours to this thing, You're it's done. beginning and end. Uh, so he doesn't leave up for sequels either. So yeah, I I have a different opinion though. If it's like a two hour movie, two hour movie, I would probably do the two episodes. But because three and a half hours, it's kind of like an epic of sorts. Like this okay. is like Lawrence of Arabia territory. This is Gone with the Wind territory. Uh, I would rather do that. And but I mean, because it's on Netflix, you just pause it. You go to the bathroom. You come back. So I don't know. And it seems like how... Scorsese is going to have the cut. I think this is his cut. I don't think Netflix is home. Hey, you have to cut this down to maybe like two and a half. I'm wondering like what Scorsese wants you to do. If he said, if he can tell you like if it's going to be in chapters, and you can say you can take a break here. Like, oh, I don't think so. No, I don't mean like. <sighs> he probably wants this movie in theaters. I wonder to be fair. if there's like a like if you even he could say like it's not in the movie, but you could, like even he's thinking this is arc one, this is arc two, this is arc three. I'm wondering if that's how the movie's going to go, and maybe, like, if you see it coming, you could take, it time jumps, you could take a break there. Even though he's going on to kind of a new technology of film, uh, going putting his movie on Netflix, he's still very do much you old think school. Mobster, do you think mobster movies have a place in 2019? Uh, for a certain audience. I don't think this, I think that's why he couldn't get the funding for this movie. That's why he had to go to Netflix and say, hey, I want to make this movie. Uh, Robert De Niro, Joe Pesci, last, everything like Pacino. Had was, like, the last mobster movie we had was Gotti, I think. And it was like, that was awful and did awful for it. But like, if you see Casino or Goodfellas on TV, I will watch it. Um, it's good, but like, I can't tell you what the last great mobster movie was without going back, without going back a while. It's definitely... I think that's like one of those genres that just people don't make anymore. Even westerns, I feel like uh, there's been more, way more westerns than than like these crime mobster movies lately. Uh, but at the same time, you know it's going to be a special movie. Like this is the same guy who made Goodfellas, who made Casino, who uh, made The Departed. Like crime movies, that's right up Scorsese's alley. I don't necessarily love the ones that kind of stray away from the crime movies like his last one uh, silence with andrew garfield and uh, liam neeson was a slog for me i didn't like that movie at all mm. i appreciated it but at the same time i i would never watch that movie again so three and a half hours I'm getting this in the sopranos movie in, in like the span yeah. of two years so yeah I'm, next I'm pretty, year sopranos i'm pretty good with that yeah so hopefully this is kind of like the resurgence maybe we see these crime mobster movies come back because I, I would love that. I love the mobster movies. So, yeah, but it's a big commitment. It's Scorsese. I'll still watch it. I will. St- I will definitely watch this. And this, uh, I'll watch this instead of four episodes of Breaking Bad. <laughs> Man, if you could see the face on Bobby right now. Well, you made the commitment, Mike. I'm going to try. I will. If it, I will at least watch episode one. Is that is that really a commitment though? I don't know. One episode. I don't, I don't like forty two minutes. Is it really for? Okay, because well, yeah, it's on AMC, so they got to put the eighteen minutes of commercials or whatever. Just like I don't. I hate when people do this where they say, "Oh, you're gonna oh, watch this, Mike." You know your your life is so tough. Oh, I hate when I people don't care do about Game of Thrones. I don't care about. I don't Breaking care Bad. about the Disney parks. I don't care. I don't care. What do you care about, Mike? 
you know what I care about? Uh, what do I care about? Um, I care about the, we gotta give credit. I got, I give I give a I I care about artists. We should drop the info for who the person who did our logos again. Like he could be our sponsor. I wanted to do it at the beginning, but I forgot. So let's just segue into that. Mike Pico. Mike Pico at We the Pico. If you need any graphics, you hit him up. He'll give you a good rate. Tell him we sent you. Tell him uh, tell, did, did a great job on the logos and everything like that. Tell him Mike and Bobby sent you. Yeah. And he's going to be like, Mike who? Mike who? Mike who? Obviously no me, but Mike who? Mike who? There's a lot of Mikes in the world. Mike so you. With Mike Petko. Hey, Mike you. Mike you. With you and you and Petko doing art together. Pico. Pico. <laughs> Petko is <laughs> that Padres Park, Mike. And also a, and also a, a, a store. store. Yes. What's next? Mike on the Petko. T- Mike Petko. Oh boy, we can't go. We can't go an episode with one of these Batista outbursts. Anyway, uh, I saw a couple movies, Mike, this week. You did. You've seen three, uh, including Good Boys. Yeah, yeah, that's why I'm including it. Uh, two movies. Uh, first, did you double feature this on the same day? I didn't. Two okay. separate days. Uh, first, Peanut Butter Falcon. Uh, this has been getting a lot of buzz lately. It stars Shia LaBeouf. It. Uh, um, Is that how you say his name? Yeah. Okay. The buff? I mean, I, I've heard three versions. I, know eh, I, I make fun of it. Kid from like, Even Stevens. And Holes. Holes. But he's a fantastic actor. Yeah, I he love him. He is really good, especially in this movie. He is amazing. You also have Dakota Johnson in this from, you know, the Fifty Shades movies. But she's been in a... Does she a, have, like, an act... Is she actually acting in this movie? Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Good. I mean, she's a good actor, you know? She uh, is. Uh, Bad Times of the El Royale. She was really good in that. Yes. Um, And this is about a story with a, a kid... With Down syndrome, who that's an actual kid with Down syndrome is in like he's the star of this movie, and he th- this is why I kind of feel like you should have seen this movie, Mike, because he uh, he's stuck in like a nursing home <clears throat> because he doesn't have any family and he wants to break out to go to a wrestling school. He watches a, a tape. Uh, of his favorite wrestler, and he and the race, wrestlers promoting his wrestling school. So it's basically his journey to break out and go train and live his life. And he come, he runs into Shia LaBeouf's character, who's kind of mixed up with bad things. And it's kind of, it's a it's a really sweet movie. Uh, you also have Jake the Snake in this movie. He's uh, he's kind of like the the wrestler's buddy, who's also a wrestler as well, but he's not called Jake the Snake. Uh, it, this is a really great little movie. Uh, the the kid with the with Down syndrome. I'm gonna have to look up his name, but he is actually a good actor. And man, if Shia just gets his his act together and he stays out of trouble, he would be like one of this generation's best actors. Well, he didn't want to be famous for a while. Yeah, but he brings it upon himself in a lot of ways. He just does like stupid stuff he he did that whole plagiarism controversy and then him uh inviting everybody to come and watch all of his movies do you remember that and kind of and the just do it thing like he, he obviously that was great though it, that that was pretty good uh but he brings this kind of and unwanted also, uh, attention to him, himself and... him jumping into the actual cannibal shia labeouf music video yep like he does good things in the crazy but at the same you know he's being arrested he's fighting he's doing all this stupid stuff it, I I don't know. Is he like it, Amanda Bynes almost? May, no, I Amanda Bynes think... isn't as good of an actor, but like that seems sort of like child star crazy. Yeah, but Amanda Bynes was just like she had a lot of drug issues. I don't think he has drug issues. I think he just like 
he gets himself into bad situations, kind of like his character in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so the the, um, the kid is called Zach Gotsigan. Uh This is obviously his first movie, I believe, or maybe his second movie. He's he's a good actor. Um, I don't know that this is going to be like a big box office hit, but it's definitely one to check out. It's a nice little sweet story. Um, the friendship between Shy we've and Zach. Having, I don't know why, but it seems as of late we've having a lot of movies where wrestling is taking part in it again. Yeah, I'm not saying of. wrestling is becoming mainstream again, but like you look at Glow. You look at there was something else with wrestling in it. Um, the Re- wrestling with fighting with my family. Fighting with my family. Then you had um, you have this, and I think there's something else coming out like the wrestler. But that was a while ago. Yeah, that was a while ago. That was a great movie though. Oh, Fantastic, such a good movie. Uh, but and if you make Roddy Piper cry, you're doing something right. But regardless, it seems though it's coming back, and it's like. There's a term for it, but like when you have a lot of stuff come out around the same time, and maybe it's not even all connected. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm happy that this movie exists without even seeing it yet because it seems like it's a good story and it uses a medium I like to tell that story. I would I'm curious to see this now. I think you would have dug it, and uh, uh, I'm how, sure in a cu- in a couple months it'll pop up. On how like long Netflix. was this movie? Hour and a half. Oh. Hour and a half. Oh, perfect. It's like these three movies that I've seen this week, all an hour and a half. How refreshing is it? It's really refreshing. It's nice to... I'm building yeah. myself up for The Irishman in three and a half hours. Uh, but yeah, Peanut Butter Falcon, hi- highly recommend that one. But Mike, the heavy hitter that I saw yesterday, it's a movie called Ready or Not. And this is one I that... I wanted to see this movie ...that we you. considered uh, reviewing for the show. It's just like, the AMC bias is weird. The first yes. the first showtime was at like, like 1.45 or something like and that. I, uh, and I do things after this podcast, and I can't... Yeah, yeah. You, you've got, you got things going on. Um, but this is one that knocked my socks off. I, I, I loved, loved Ready or Not. I loved the trailer when I first saw it in an AMC theater. Because that's the first time I saw it. And I actually said to you, I forget... Very like, under the radar. I remember saying to you, I forget what the movie we were seeing, but I said, I think I even said this podcast, the trailer, it looked like a better whodunit, like, clue movie yeah. than the movie we had seen. I forget what the movie we saw was. Um, um, I'll have to look that up. But it was just like... Scary I, stories. Yeah, that's it. I remember this movie felt better than this movie by the trailer interested me more than scary stories. And it's funny too because like I don't know what it is. It's kind of I guess you can compare it to the hunt, which is another kind of like track him down, uh, shoot him up kind of movie. Yeah, this one uh, is really like edge of your seat suspense, but also super funny. Uh, it's I can it's, dig that. It's twisted. Um, I don't, I just, man, this came out of nowhere for me. The main girl, Samara Weaving, is phenomenal. She kind of reminds me of, she looks very much like Margot Robbie in this movie. Really? Um, but she's been in Three Billboards. Uh, You love that movie. I love Three Billboards. Uh, The Babysitter, which I think was a Netflix movie that did really well. I think it was like another kind of Netflix horror movie. Yeah, I saw that movie. That was the movie where, like, it was the babysitter and her friends were, like, satanic people. Yeah, I saw yeah, that Yeah, so that's the main girl. She's in this one. Okay. Um, she was really good in that movie. Really good. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes with... I don't think you would consider this a horror movie, but it's some... It kind of has the set... Mike, I'm keeping all this in. I hope you realize that. I'm not editing that. How out. much of that was you hear? Uh, everything. I mean, was it very loud? clear. Very clear. Yep. 
Okay, look, whatever. Then it happens. It's I, almost as if I silence my phone before we start the podcast. Usually my phone stays silenced from when what we're in the theater. Mike? I think I was fidgeting with the uh, phone case and it just came unsilenced. <sighs> I was on a roll, Mike. Yeah, keep going. Well, I don't know where I was You were going about, about how... Uh, oh, okay. So uh, it's not necessarily a horror, a horror movie, but it kind of has the setup of one. And You're talking the, about this one. Yeah, yeah. Ready or Not. Uh, this movie... I would consider it more of a... Th- a thriller comedy ironically like it's i don't think it's very scary but because it's like the the main girl's being tracked down you can have those kind of tropes to like she makes the wrong decisions uh just for like the sake of the plot and everything like that Mm. i think there's only maybe like one decision that i don't agree with so she's not like one of those stupid like final girl kind of characters you know like she actually has some intelligence she does a lot of good things that she tries out in this movie to fight the family who's trying to kill her which is just did you it's nutty the trailer made it seem like an adult swim skit for like a little bit of the time uh it's it definitely feels like that for some of the movie um it's like i said it's really funny like i was dying at parts which you wouldn't expect i don't but at the same time i don't think it's a clash of tones i think it works within the movie but it's just a really unique uh story it's it's weird, it's bizarre, it's got a little bit of sci-fi in there. Uh man, like this is this is one of my favorite movies of the year. Um it's gotten really positive reviews and uh, not necessarily ones that call it like the best movie of the year. I'm not saying that. It's just a really fun time, like I said, hour and a half, you're in, you're out. It doesn't wear out, it's welcome. Definitely go check out this movie, ready or not. It's doing pretty well at the box office, too. People are finding this movie. It's uh, from Fox Searchlight, which is now under Disney. So yeah. technically, this is a Disney movie. Some of my favorite like episodes of cartoons when I was growing up was this premise of like getting hunted. Like the kid like trying to – or something like that. Like there was a codename Kids Next Door episode like this. And I love that sort of genre. Um, I don't think it's done well enough. So, yeah, I'm, I'm wanting to see this. For sure. And if you guys, you know, have a free day to to go to the movies, definitely check out... How long is this movie, Bobby? It's an hour and a half. So just literally, like, what's an hour and a half cost you? Uh, well, probably the same price as a two-hour movie, Mike. I'm saying, like, you can... What, you go on a weekend, if you have a weekend available? Go on a Tuesday, the discount Tuesdays at AMC. Yeah, or, you know, whatever you have, you can literally... You know what, you know? pay full price for this movie. Yeah. It's a great movie, please support... You can, I mean, these are the movies that really If you go on support. a Saturday and see it at, like, 11 a.m. if it's available, you'll be done by lunchtime. Yeah, sure. That that makes sense. Yeah. And these are the... these Like, I can't stress this enough, because especially that this is a technically Disney movie, these are the movies that need to make money to prove to Disney, like, hey, you can't just make these franchises, you can't make you know, a fucking another Lion King movie or an Aladdin movie. Like, these are the movies I want to see more of, which I'm scared we're not going to see with Disney owning Fox now. But if if this movie makes money that it keeps continuing to do, I think that makes a statement to to Disney that, like, hey, let's let's take a risk with some of these. Yeah. This is definitely a risk that it paid off. Go check out Ready or Not. And for a movie that we both saw together today, Mike – Good boys. Mm-hmm. Um, this has been arguably like one of the surprise hits of the summer. Yeah, uh, it, it hasn't I, made a ton of money, but I it's thought, definitely found a place in August. I thought this movie was going to just be like it, it's. I thought it was going to be like Seth Rogen's movies always do this, where it's like do a lot of trailers, do a lot of trailers, and like 
wow, it's the funniest thing you can see right now. And you get those trailers coming out and you're getting that where it's like certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes because that's the second wave of trail like commercials. But I've been honestly like happy with and seeing a lot of happy people like talking about it, you know, mm-hmm. making it seem like, oh, you know what? It's actually is enjoyable. It's not just dumb. You yeah. Know? And that's my that was my hesitation with the trailers. I didn't love the trailers. You knew that like. At one point when we were watching one of them before a movie, you looked over to me and like, you're never going to see this, are you? Yeah. Uh, and I was like, I don't think so. Because I, I, I said, this looks like a, this looks like a teen super bad. Yeah, and, and I don't, I know, I, I know I'm going to get shit for this. I don't like super bad. It's, it's very controversial. Uh, I think opinion. it's just too much. If I, uh, if I, made, if I made a top 10 movies of all time, super bad might be on there. And, you know, for people our age, that's that's common on a lot of lists so there's for favorite movies but about um, this movie like yeah you want me to start off because like sure. maybe this Go is ahead. more of my forte yeah with this movie it kind of did something similar to what happened with uh with blinded by the light where it's like my tone changed as the movie went on because at first i was like this is very cringy this is very like too much then it got better as like time went on uh i got worried a little bit in the middle and then like it got better again because it like I think you actually see the characters develop in a legit way. It's not coming. It's almost like a coming of age I, I story. Think you, I think you would consider it, this, this coming, coming of age. age. Yeah. And it, it was a good coming of age, even though like, and the character actors, the like the actors, the kid actors did very well in portraying that. If because, Stand By Me is a, is a coming of age movie, this has got to be one. Yeah, but there's no dead body. True, but I mean, as far as like age wise. There's, there's a dead mannequin, but yeah. I mean. Uh, the thing is with this is that I was pleasantly surprised of how much I didn't relate to one singular character. I related to each one in their own way. Mm-hmm. And I can appreciate that. In I was like, this part of this kid, this part of that, this part of that. And it matured in a way that, do I think I'm like that now? Some yes, some no. But I couldn't understand how you get from point A to point B. And they made it fun getting there, you know? When you have your story where it's you have a problem that you caused yourself, okay, now we have to fix this. We're but we don't have the actual means of transportation. We have to take the longest route there and develop in getting to that place. I enjoy that movie, especially where it's like we have to go four miles by bike. That's a long trip. Yeah, I had uh, ex- low expectations for this movie, even though like I had heard it was good. I think yeah. that's one of the reasons why. Uh, you know, I kind of wanted to see the movie after a while. Like, you know, I had heard things like it's not as like super bad as the trailer would lead you to be like, cause the trailers for these are like curse, curse, sex, sex, sex. It's not really like that. There's not much cursing. There is cursing, but there's not much. But it's at the same time, like the kids are still, they, they have this innocence of them. Yeah. And that's kind of what leads to most of the jokes. Like they don't understand a lot of things and that. Because we obviously know what they're talking about. It's funny to us. Yeah. Um, so they're not super self-aware, which is, I think, led... It benefited the movie to where, like, if they knew everything, then it would just be like, okay, yeah, it's it's the movie that I thought it would be. To where kids are just making sex jokes and, and cursing and, you know, all that kind of stuff. It, it's not that. Uh, which I liked. Uh, it didn't blow me away, but it's definitely a solid movie it's a it's it's funny and 
with comedies, like, like that's the most important aspect. Is it funny or not? I would say this is funny. This is this has uh, very this is moments of you know really of, good. of course not everything hits right? yeah like and I feel sometimes it goes it, it goes it, there's too many beats like it, okay we have to go to this place oh now we have to go to this place oh we have to go to this place instead of you know just having like a natural kind of flow to it yeah um and this was directed by Gene Stepin. Stupnitsky, yeah. who I believe was involved with The Office. Um, he's written, boy, uh, Bad Teacher, Office Christmas Party, and Year One, uh, which aren't critically acclaimed movies. No, Year One was awful. Bad Teacher was okay. Uh, have you seen Office Christmas Party at no. all? I haven't seen. I haven't seen any of the three. Bad but... Teacher is uh, Bad Teacher is actually kind of good. It, it's it, it's got its moments. Um, uh, year One is god awful. So I hear. Yeah. And that's a shame because I Real love quick, Jack Black. Is the um is the one kid in this movie Craig T. Robinson's son? You would think that, but no, Mike. It's just because a little kid has the same afro as Craig Robinson does not mean that it's his love child. <laughs> but I understand. It was the same sort of humor too. Like he hit that same sort of Craig T. Robinson Keith, feel. Keith L. Williams is his name. Okay. Also, was his father the guy from Us? Yes, it was. Okay, he was great. Lil, Lil Rel. God, he was great. Love him. <laughs> yeah, Vretta from uh, Parks and Rec. That was, the, Will the, Forte. Will Forte is so funny. Will Forte was great. I wanted more of Will. The Forte. parents were really good in this movie. He, he, he was in um, Booksmart as well, and again, it was like another minor uh, fa- father role. I wish there was more Will For- Forte in both of, of those movies. Um, you also have Molly Gordon, who was also in. Uh, Booksmart, who was the uh, Hannah, who was uh, alongside her friend. The, the teenagers. Yeah, the teenager, teenage girls. There was just a lot of, honestly, there was no bad acting in this movie. No, I don't and think that's, so. And when you have these movies where it's like coming of age or it involves a lot of kids, you worry there's going to be a lot of bad acting. You worry that it's like they are not going to be able to act. And we're, with this in eighth grade, it's like, okay, we might, and there was also the Jonah Hill movie I did not see. Uh, oh, um... Mid nineties, mid nineties, yeah. Where it's like we might be getting to the point where child actors are good, and I'm like, I'm excited for this a lot. Uh, the one thing I'm gonna say though is that uh, I did not like how the uh, the scab, like the scab ginger with the lisp. I was oh, yeah. like, I was like, oh god, please don't let him become a recurring. Th- okay, he was one scene, one hit joke, it's just like we're one good. Of, yeah, okay, we're solid. You know what to do. The supporting cast, like all the kids, are really good. Uh, just like the the um the the little Asian kid who throws the party, he was like super he funny. He was great. I feel like I've seen him before in something. I can't I put my name on it. Don't say the thing. Um, yeah. I'll have to look it up afterwards. But he was super super funny in this. Uh, and then the main kid, Jacob Tremblay, who was in Room, Very good. who yeah. came onto the scene in that with um, what's her name, Captain Marvel, uh, Brie Larson. Brie Larson. That's when he came he onto the scene. He me, was great in that. He's he, great in this. He reminds me of the kid from Cop Car, which I remember saying to you. I know I bring this movie up too much. <laughs> uh, Mike, what, what was that? What was that uh, name of the movie where the kids they took that 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 car it was from a cop? What, I believe it was, I believe it was called Cop Car. Oh, okay. Um, but I remember watching. Like, he reminded me of the main kid from that movie too, where it's just like he was like. That's I know it's two totally different genres, but like same sort of styles, like yeah. same sort of like cadence, like and believable. Like I liked it. And have you seen the movie Wonder with uh, it was Jacob, uh, Julia Roberts, and Owen Wilson? 
because that's that's another like give really... me a give me a sentence. He, he like has a um, uh, he's like disfigured face and he's trying to fit in in school and it's it's another like really super I I sweet that. movie. I, think I saw this. Great, great movie. He's great in that. He's great. He's just really good. Like if he sticks around. Um, he's gonna be like one of the top actors in like ten years if he's this hopefully, good now. Hopefully, I can imagine how he will be in ten years. But yeah, I mean, do you have any critical points to this movie? Um, I mean, just just the fact that it kind of like it goes from one place to another and it just bounces all around. How I didn't you, love that. How would the you structure? Done, well, how would you done it better if they're like they would you have cut the part out about the drone and made a different version of this or like do you think that you can get from you're a sixth grader. You have to get four miles from your house and back. How would you have done? Would you have cut out the highway scene? Like, well, what would you it, it was just like so much with the drone. It just kept going on and on and on. Like they had to go to the drug house. They had to go to the mall. They had to go this way just for. It's like, it was like all right. And then at the end, he, he gets caught anyway. So it's so like, here, what? here was here was the three arcs of this movie. It was how do we kiss people? Then most of the movie was how do we get the drone <laughs> slash running from the drug people then it was uh then it went to like a friendship, friendship breakup yeah. and then it was epilogue yeah uh so it's like three and a half sections of movie that might just be like an editing problem it's felt a little choppy to me yeah um, i feel like you could have done like maybe the fr- like the friendship breakup stuff should have been more through the movie i i, I would agree with that i feel like maybe there were subtly hitting like, especially with um with uh, the role, like the the kid who always like told the truth and stuff, like you could see that he was like starting to have that, but none of the other ones were. Nah, that was more like they just crammed it all into that third act. Yeah, to where they settled the drone stuff, and then it just it, it's kind of predictable in that we sense where they the have to separate st- and then come back. We fix the drone stuff. Yeah, well, you're an asshole. Yeah. Although I will say the point of them all walking home on the same street. That was really that funny. That was really funny. Because we see that those montages in oh. movies before, and yeah, I thought that was a really good gag. Um, and another thing, you know, because it was a you, first time... You made fun of me, by the way, in that third act. Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, there were a couple of, uh, I wouldn't say jump scares, but... Uh, kind of effects the to bong. where, yeah, like, like, kind of loud noises that and, would... he, and of course I jump and he like I could see him laughing. I'm well, like, you looked at me first. I said shut the f- I said shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there is one. Th- I had an ending problem with this movie. Do you remember in the cafeteria when? Well, we don't want to spoil it. But... Okay, but this is fine. Do you remember in the cafeteria where the main character gets the invitation uh-huh. and it does that like and then he goes back to his friends they all both do the and they just kept there was a point in this movie where they kept repeating sound effects and like okay don't there was there were there were royalty free sound sound effects in this movie and it's like it does take you out of it for a second and because it's like a first time director who he's typically a writer I thought he said he did four, oh he wrote well, he wrote, he wrote oh, okay. those movies he didn't direct them this is his first directing job um, there's nothing visually interesting about the movie. Um, I don't think I, there's I the, any... I love the soundtrack. Soundtrack is great. Uh, it's just that it's kind of flat. It like, is. if you put this on Netflix, it would have been fine. If, like, if you this had... isn't a movie that you have to see in a theater. No. Um, this is a movie you But you could can say see... that for most of comedies, really. But... This is a movie I could totally see just on Netflix, or honestly, like... Like I'm trying to think of like a channel I would watch this on, but like it's kind of hard. Um, maybe like an FX, maybe FX, but like FX censor stuff. But yeah, you you probably would do that there. So yeah, I mean that those are like there's not much censor in this movie. Honestly, uh, I mean, Stephen Merchant shocked me when he showed up. He, I was like, he shows Whoa. up, he's really good. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, with comedies, it's like the the big criticism is: is it funny or is it not? This movie's funny, so I enjoyed it. That's what, what it comes down to. What? Where is this on your rankings? Because you have a lot more movies than me. Oh yeah, I mean, it's it's not close to. I mean, it's probably middle of the pack, lower of the pack. It's you know, it's a six out of ten movie for me. Like, it's good. Um, would I watch it again? Maybe, probably not. Honestly, like, it's a good it's a good watch. It's yeah. just I don't feel like I'd revisit this movie. So out of seventeen movies, I have this as eleven. <laughs> okay. Um, which is, and to give you perspective, it's... A so what do you have it ahead of? Uh, so, all the movies I have it ahead of? Yeah. Uh, going well, from... just the, the highlights. Uh, going from... Yeah, there's only a few. Going from worst to best is, I... It's above Cold Pursuit, Fighting With My Family, John Wick 3, Lion King, Blinded by the Light, and Captain Marvel. So there you go. And, like, the next three movies, um, in front of it are Glass, Cap, uh, Detective Pikachu, and, uh, the Scary Stories. Yeah, so... And that make like, you know, it's... It, I, I, scary Stories is a franchise I want to see continue, and yeah. I want to see like I, I think we'll get a sequel and, to uh, it, and I want to see those characters again. Detective Pikachu, it did very well with its characters. Uh, Glass is a conclusion story. Good Boys is not something I want to revisit in that same world. I might watch it again, but I've seen the arc of these characters. If it's on cable, maybe a stop and you yeah. know put it on in the background. Oh, I like this part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I like, think that's the kind of movie it is. Yeah, and like you know, I don't. The movies it's above are either movies that ran their course were bland or, like, had characters I didn't care about. Like, this one, I enjoyed the characters. Yeah. So it's a good movie. Yeah. Go see it. If Go not, see it. rent it when it goes to Redbox yeah, so or something this is like a movie, that. This is a movie... <clears throat> comedies are not something that's going to be sustainable for much longer. Like, a comedy... I think we've seen that this year with how little there's these comedies There's very few are comedies, and we need to show people... We need to show, <clears throat> like, Hollywood that we care about comedies because comedies are still funny. Like, comedies don't need... Most to, of them. Like, we don't need... Uh, we don't need to go the extra mile to make comedies this unique thing. We can just have a movie where we can go see stupid stuff happen and, like, enjoy it. Yeah. You know, I don't want us to just become, oh, comedies have to become the subtext, or we have to go specifically see comedy specials, like, or just a comedy TV show. I want there to still be these movies. Even if I don't see it, I think other people... Sh- it should still be an option. I agree, and uh, so yeah, that's our review of Good Boys. And where where would you put it? Where'd you say you? Oh, put I don't it? I don't have an exact number, but it's it's a six out of ten. That's that's about where six. It's, you know, it's yeah. it's good. I I agree with you on that one. No division. Next week though, it'll be interesting, Mike. We got a big one next week. Finally, it chapter two coming out next week. Oh no! Uh, I oh. speaking of runtime, Mike. This thing is apparently like two hours and forty five minutes. Oh, so I hope you hold your bladder. And man, I wish we had like we can bring in a camera and just to record your reactions because I'm gonna see a lot of jumping. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna sit like two seats away from you. If I cannot possible. wait. I'm so annoyed. I, I still I've seen the trailer for this movie multiple times and like the part in the in the mirror house. It's like oh no, oh no, I can't. Oh no. Or or the old woman's gonna destroy me. I, oh no! I I can't wait. I don't want to do this. So, I, I want to see this movie in my house. You're definitely gonna want to uh, listen to the show next week for our review of that. Uh, it chapter two. And if this is like, um, if this is anything like that, which I've heard, and it's also two hours and forty five minutes, it might be a little bit of a drag. How long but was we'll the first see. one? 
Uh, probably around like two hours, something like that. Okay, fair enough. Like the first movie is good. It doesn't fly, but it's good. It doesn't fly by, but it's like very good. I that's that's a scary movie that makes me jump, but I want to see more of it. You know. So we'll see what happens next week. That's about it, guys. Uh, once again, you can find us on Apple Podcasts. You can find us on Spotify. Uh, we're at Picture Perfect on there. On Facebook and YouTube, Picture Perfect. Twitter, Pick Perfect Cast. You can find me at. Bobby is gross on Twitter. Where can they find you, Mike? You can find me at Michael B underscore 96. You can also find Bobby at your local bar trying to win movie trivia. <laughs> That's not true at all. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, guys, we'll, uh, we'll catch you next week with our review of it. Chapter two. See you then. Bobby, bring the Buffalo wings.